to the Path to Zion podcast where we are rediscovering the ancient way. Thank you so much for listening today and for sticking around. We have continued the hiatus that we have just not been doing very many programs as of late. And so thank you for staying close. And we have more stuff that is on the immediate horizon. Even this morning I was down in the studio just reviewing a, a teaching that I did Man, it's been it's been a couple months ago now um, that I did at a gathering talking about an altar, the the biblical understanding of altars. Where did they begin? What were what were they for? What was their purpose? I I really feel like that's what's going to be recorded next, perhaps in the next day or two. Oh my gosh, I would love to do that. It's full on summer. I don't know where you are. If you're out west, oh my gosh. You have been melting out there from what I've heard. We have been up and down here in the southeastern United States. But wherever you are in the world, I hope that your spirit man, your eternal being, is doing well. I hope that that you are willingly holding your hand open and letting go of, of your of your doctrines and, and belief systems that that maybe just need tweaked, maybe need reviewed. <laughs> maybe need examined friend i just want to continually remind all of us myself included this is very normal for for me and my household we have got to consistently continuously and aggressively pursue examining every single thing that we believe now not in a sense of an overreaching well god are you real i'm not talking about that now But what I am talking about is just when things come across the table of our lives, when we're reading Scripture primarily, when we're reading our Bibles, in any way are we just casually reading over verses that we've heard our entire lives, and we're we're not really thinking about what we're reading. Perhaps the way we have read that before, or the way that it's been taught to us 20, 30 years ago, Maybe that's just not what the author and Yahweh God himself intended. It's always possible. It's always possible. And even in the the best case, there are layers of understanding to be added to what we learn, what we already know and possess. I'm not saying we're riddled with error, but often I am. And so let's be studiers of the word. Let's give ourselves to it. Let's pray and seek the the heart of the Father towards these matters. The, The author, the author of these eternal words that have made their way all the way to us here in 2021. Now, 2021 is a very interesting year. Things in culture have just kind of, I don't know, everything just changes a lot of times just on a whim. Now there are things, plenty of things that are slowly introduced and we talk about that a lot on the program, but this this age specifically is very it's very complex. <laughs> There's a lot of things that are just now why why did that suddenly just change? Whether we're talking about the COVID-19 debacle or 
things I we just won't go into all these things. But this is an age and an hour of, of being watchmen on the wall and knowing what the Spirit is saying and knowing what is true. Not depending on on woke people who know the truth and we just watch their YouTube channel and all all of a sudden therefore we are in the truth as well. But I mean for ourselves individually, are we really laboring to seek to know what the Spirit is saying in this hour? In this hour that we live, that you have been placed within by the Creator who formed and fashioned you before the the foundations of the world were laid, He chose to put you here right now. Your children, your grandchildren, your parents, your neighbors, we're all here for some purpose. Now, what is that purpose? Well, I had this discussion with a gentleman the other day about the main purpose isn't just to do great things for God. It's to know Him and to be known by Him. It's to know the one true Elohim of Elohims. That, that is the the reason for our existence. Everything else has to fall underneath that. And how do we know Him? Well, Yeshua said that if we love Him, we will keep His commands. Now, as we always talk about here on the program, there there is a continuity from the Older Testament to the New Testament. Nothing's changed so dramatically from black to white. But what has changed is that the, the laws of the Father that were written upon tablets of stone are now written upon the heart. The Ezekiel new heart heart exchange reality and so thereby we are we are now living temples that we read about everywhere in the new testament shaul paul was talking about this all the time don't you know that your body (laughs) haven't you heard don't you get it (laughs) you are now the holy dwelling of the most high i don't get that do you I don't I don't walk in the fullness of that reality, do you? Sometimes I feel like I grasp that pretty seriously and soberly, but not at all times. Not when I'm wanting to indulge and eat my fifth piece of pizza. Or not when I'm struggling to lord over my my eyes and my every imagination. Not every single time do I walk in what? Subjection and obedience to Messiah and show him how much I love him. I'm dedicated to him through keeping his commands, his ways, which were the ways of the Father, (laughs) were, are, forever shall be, synonymously the same. And so what I'm thinking about this morning, other than just kind of turning this on and talking a little bit, which is, of course, what we're doing so far, (laughs) I'm driving along in my truck to work. It's just the fact that what is... When do we turn the corner and go from just kind of stubbornness to disobedience? What is disobedience really? Like when do we hit the mark where we're truly marked as disobedient? When do we become disobedient? 
What is our level of rebellion? Is there innocent disobedience? Is there innocent rebellion? And what what spurred this for me to talk about and just present this morning? And it may be clear and it may not. I don't know. Is this morning I was cleaning up our vehicles. I was I had to do my truck to head out to work. And while I was there I decided to wash my wife's car covered in bugs. We live way out in the country and so <laughs> if we ever come back from from the city at night the whole front of the car gets covered and I, I just I'm still kind of a car nerd in the sense of I don't want my car horribly dirty and nasty so I was cleaning up our vehicles this morning and and I gave my son an instruction very simple no big deal we're just talking having a good time this morning and I asked him to do something very specific and just because it's just the way I'm wired, I'm just kind of watching to see how he carries out this simple instruction. I'm not scrutinizing him or shooting laser beam, you know, ogre daddy eyes at him. I'm just watching him while I'm doing what I'm doing. And the thing about the heart of a child that is so revealing to our own condition is how they just kind of skirt, many times, they skirt the... <laughs> the rim, if you will, of obedience. Push the boundary a little bit. Maybe maybe just a little bit on the edge here. Not, and this is my point, right? Not full-blown like rebellion in the sense of disobeying his father's commands entirely. Like just blatantly being obnoxiously rebellious. Thankfully, I don't really see that with my son. It's been a lot of effort, but the Father's been kind to us to, I believe, so far, train up our son in the way that he should go. But this morning specifically, I gave him a very simple task, and he was doing it fine. And I'd see him just kind of veer off just a little bit of what he was supposed to do. Just for clarity's sake, for for your imagination to envision what I'm talking about specifically is I asked him to clean some wheels on a trailer as I'm doing our vehicles and so he said well let me just hose off the whole thing we've we've been doing some work with it it's very dirty the the floor of it's just nasty needs clean but I need to I need to clean it off first and so, as I told him, no, don't do that yet. It's just not ready yet. I've got to clean it up first a little bit before we just start wetting it down and all these things. So he's doing the wheels, and I see just a little bit of water here, a little bit of water there. <laughs> not Deliberately not on the wheels and tires. He's obsessed with spraying water. He's almost 10. You can't give the poor boy a hose without him soaking whatever he can with it. It's just fun, you know? And as I watched him just kind of, again, stay on that little, the little edge of obedience, I just got to asking the Father about my own life, about how many times in my own ways I do that myself. I've taught on this before, uh, what I called the, um, I don't remember what I called it, but basically I presented this, we're a minimum, minimum requirement people, oftentimes 
tell me what I'm supposed to do, I'll do just that, no more. Tell me a percentage that I'm supposed to give of my income and I'll match it. I'll do it now, but not a penny more. And I've taught on that many times in different ways, just about how a lot of times we are a minimum requirement people. Just tell me the minimum I've got to do. Tell me what's absolutely asked of me and I will do that and no more. (laughs) And that's intimately acquainted with this as well. Just a little bit different spin on it specifically today. In this sense, it's, it's, it's related in the ways that a lot of times I find in my own life that tell me what I can do and I'm going to go right up to the edge and I might just go a little bit outside of that boundary. It's just human nature, is it not? It's, it's human nature. It's, it's the flesh man function. He's a boundary pusher. Why? If we are fueled by being obedient sons, which hopefully we are, we are at least striving and and our heart's desire is to be set to be obedient ones. To be found honoring the Father and believing that every, every command, every statute, every single thing that he puts in place as a boundary for our good is just that. For my good. For my protection. For my safety. Not as a mere limitation to keep me miserable or in bondage, but for my good. (laughs) And so this, this morning, just this tiny little circumstance, I didn't even say anything to him about it. It's not like we sat down and said, son... Right now, you, I can see a tinge of rebellion in your heart. It just made me smile. Because as is the case with, with many, many things with child rearing, is we just see ourselves. Constantly we see ourselves. Oh my gosh, this is me. <laughs> as much as we struggle with a lot of times what we see, the attributes and... and um, just the ways of our children are like, well, there's no escaping. This is how I am, Father. Help me. Help me, please. I don't want to be like this. But let's just face it. Sometimes we are. Sometimes we are. And so really, it's, it's a matter of how, how, how much do we want to be in perfect obedience to the Father? What's our, what's our want-to level? I would encourage you right now to just stop and give yourself a want-to check. How obedient do I want to be? What's too much for me? What's too little that I'm allowed to do? <laughs> Which is a word we have to be careful how we use. What is it that, that Yahweh has instituted... That, you know, I just don't really, I just don't really like. And so I just kind of, I push that boundary a little bit. Maybe it is an indulgence that I referenced just a few moments ago. We all have them. I don't care what anybody says. We all have them. They all look different now. For some, it might look blatantly clear and obvious to everyone around them. And it may be in the form of an addiction. It may be very strong. Maybe a stronghold in their life. 
like a daily repetitious issue. Or it may be something that just kind of rears its head every once in a while as a nagging reminder that you know what? It's still there. Still beckoning you out to the fringes of obedience. And I guess, friends, my whole purpose this morning of, of, of turning this on and recording a very short, very topical <laughs> discussion episode today is just a matter of asking you what, what I'm asking myself today, specifically. Presenting myself to the Father with my hands lifted high in my innermost places and saying, search me and, and, and know me, and as a good, perfect Father that you are, please reveal these wicked ways in me that that are just easily classified as, as wanting to push the boundary of obedience in my life. Things that we know we should just be completely cut off from by now. Maybe things we've been delivered from and, and we've just kind of tolerated in some incremental measure on the fringes of our imagination. I don't know what it looks like for you. Maybe you do, maybe you don't. Let us go before the Lord and cry out to Yeshua to be the the light within us that illuminates these things. Not afraid, but instead as as a son who's going to his father saying, Examine me, Father. I say this so many times. How incredible it is. Just the thought... That my son would come to me on his own volition, his absolute own unction, and say, Dad, could you tell me some things that just don't please you in my life? Daddy, could you just tell me some things that I really need to change in my life that would make me more pleasing to you and Mom? That would help me to be more obedient? Oh my gosh. If you're a parent out there, do that own scenario in your imagination towards your children coming to you deliberately, even as young ones, and saying, Daddy, I want to be more obedient. Would you please teach me how? Ha! Oh, man. I want to be like that. That's why I love it that the father in my later years than most allowed me to become a father. He allowed me to know what this is like to be a father with a son because as i said it just it shows me my own condition there's no no way around it no escaping it there's nothing quite like it and that's okay because my father his ways are good and his ways are perfect and he has called me to walk in right relationship with him and he's given me the way and the tools the boundaries to do it and that's the best thing he's given me a way to please him and friends is that wrong to want to please my father how many times do we see David in the eternal word of God as we bring this to a close saying I love your ways oh Yahweh I love your law. As we talk about on the program with great regularity, you say law in the New Testament church and it just makes everybody, oh, 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 they shudder. 
Chills go throughout the congregation. Oh, the law. Oh, the law. <laughs> Let's just be honest. I'm fixing to be 48 years old, and that's the only thing I was ever presented till I don't know, two years ago. <laughs> oh, the terrible, dreaded law that no man could keep. Friends, David said, the man after God's own heart now, I love your law. Do we love his ways? Do we love his commands? Why do we love them? Because he's a perfect, loving, awesome father who says, you know what? I know you guys are boundary pushers. You always have been. You always will be. Your only hope is, is in me and in my son. Fueled by Holy Spirit, becoming new creations, being transformed, sanctified for the rest of your days. And oh, by the way, I've given you every possibility, every possible tool, way, power, in order to do it, to be found pleasing. And that part's awesome. So again, do a want-to check today, won't you? What's your want-to level to absolutely be clear and sure that you are not riding the boundary of rebellion, the boundary line of obedience? Let's not even snuggle up to that thing. Let's be clear and, and, and precise and sober to keep the ways of Yahweh Elohim. And to show Yeshua the Son, you know what? We love you. And because we love you, we're going to keep your commands because your commands are right and good and beautiful. And we will live accordingly because it's for our good. You've been listening to the Path to Zion podcast. Find us online, won't you? PathToZion.com. We are on YouTube. More videos forthcoming. I'm going to record that altar series soon. I really feel like that's that's for, for today. So we'll get that on the air as soon as possible. Also, we've got some a surprise I'm not even going to mention. I don't know many details as of yet. But a, a pretty big, awesome opportunity on the table in the next couple days for the podcast. Very much out of the ordinary for our normal programming. But it's going to be incredible if it goes well. <laughs> Hopefully it will. So stay close for that. Send us an email. Won't you reach out to us anywhere in the whole wide world via old-fashioned email. Podcast at gmail.com is the way to do it. Thank you so much for listening. Amen.